and welcome to episode 53 of the Animal Addicts podcast. This is the podcast's first official birthday. Woohoo! On today's episode, Casey talks about a lucky guy from Oklahoma, and I warn you of a danger you could pose to your pets. Naturally, we talk about some more awesome pics from the Atlantic Ocean, and our animal of the week this week is super cool. So let's get to it and dive into episode 53 of the Animal Addicts Podcast. to episode 53 of the Animal Addicts Podcast. As always, we're your host, Allie. And Casey. And today, I don't have the letter of the alphabet, I have to say. We just have a new batch yeah. of animals for you. Um, but first, Casey, what have you been up to since last I saw you? Well, this actually happened this morning. Okay. I was finishing up the outline for today, mm-hmm. and I saw a raccoon going up my tree. Yay! That's yeah. a very natural thing for a raccoon to do. Yes, but it was very much morning and sunshine. Oh, okay. And like I saw a foofy tail. I was like, is that a raccoon or is it just a cat? And I got up and looked over and it's like, oh, a raccoon's climbing up my tree. <laughs> then I yelled at my mom. I was like, mother! <laughs> she thought something happened to me. <laughs> it was like concerned. Yes. And it's like, no, there's a ra- there's a raccoon. <laughs> and then we went outside to go look at it, and it's. <laughs> It hissed at her. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's, that's what raccoons yeah. do, really. Yeah. Then we went inside, and after a while, it climbed back down and then went into our bushes. Okay. That's normal raccoon behavior. Yeah. Actually, when I used to work at the college, one day I was sitting at, like, our ticket window, and I'm like, is that a raccoon just walking down the sidewalk? Just out there chilling. I have, like, video of this raccoon just mm-hmm. out there chilling in the, yeah. in the bush, and I'm like, do you not care? It wasn't a crowded time for students, though, but... yeah. Anyway. I've had them climb up that tree several times and then get onto my roof, but not in the morning. Oh, they're so loud when they're on roofs. I mm-hmm. can't stand it. I'm like, can you not? Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Well, that's exciting. You saw wildlife. Yay. Yep. I received my park pass that I finally, you know, decided which one I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm. And it's ugly. You haven't shown me. I oh, I do have it. How? Hang on. It's really ugly. Prepare yourself. You know the cute old Keepers Club one, right? Yeah, and the I diamond have it. before that was so nice. I miss. I remember diamond. the diamond too. My mom's upset when they got rid of it. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> this is my pass now. Yeah. Flip it. Oh. <laughs> and it like feel like feel it. Oh, that's interesting. I don't like it. Also, it makes me want to downgrade because I don't want a gorilla. I want a tiger. And the level <laughs> down is a tiger. But this is my fancy pass that means I get preferred parking at the park now. I can't remember what the. So, it's the gorilla, then there's a tiger. Tiger's below that. I don't know what's below that, because I was going to get one of those, too. But the difference is this one I had to do to get the guests with me. But at yeah. this point, I'm 100% paying for people to go in with me, because mm-hmm. it was significantly more expensive. This is like 400-something. My yeah, parents 400. were looking up. It's 400 And the other yeah. one was like 2-something. Yeah. But anyway, I went with it because you get the free guest every time you go. And you and your guests. I don't know if it applies for if you use your, you know, your your free, the like one day things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts as well as or if it counts for your whole party. But you also get premium boarding at the zoo, the bus, which could be helpful because that line can get long. Yeah. And at the tram, which during busy days at the park could be useful. I and then you also get preferred parking at the park, yeah. which is kind of nice. I've only used gone on that bus I think once or twice. 
I usually do it when I have someone in from out of town. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes it's just hot and I'm just tired and I don't want to walk a lot. So I do that and I'll do that first. Um, But I get that and then I get some other stuff too. But still, I was just like, I don't know. But getting that card, I'm like, well, this makes me probably Mm want to drop down to the Tiger level next year. We'll see. We'll see if I can get to use this at all because it's definitely more money. I'm like, cool. Now I'm definitely paying for people to come with me. Whereas Mm. before it wasn't that much more expensive, you know, to have that double. But anyway frustrating Mm -hmm. so but yeah i got that and also literally the same day that came in the mail which also did not come with my coupons oh yeah usually they send them and it has all your coupons with it i'm like so how does that work i just redeem Mm -hmm. it some magical way and you just know um and then also i do remember seeing on it's like red line blue line whatever i'm like oh so i have the blue stripe and that means i'm fancy (laughs) anyway not as fancy as you can be though because you can be fancier yes the presidential memberships. memberships those are great for a year, could you imagine? Ugh. Anyway, <sighs> but um, but yeah, literally the same day I got that in the mail, I got another um membership renewal offer from them. Oh, yeah. I was like, <sighs> waste of paper, waste of paper mm-hmm. that you're doing this. Anyway, so I'm very disappointed because the last two have been really cute, and that's ugly. Even if it was a tiger, it'd still be kind of ugly. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not I'm not thrilled about it. So it's not. I know. It's so much cuter. Mine is all, like, faded and awful, but still, like, it's so much cuter. And the Diamond Club was so much nicer. But anyway, first world problems. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. (laughs) But still, just like, uh, I was just like, I just, this makes me want to downgrade probably. We'll see how how these passes. when they still had these passes, like, when I had the... It's the curator's membership, and it has a tiger. I was contemplating going to the director for the sole reason it had a snow leopard on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Casey, this is not good. It's not important. No, it's, it's not. not good financial choices. Uh-uh. No, yeah, mm. I don't. We'll see if this pays off. I don't know if I can. I mean, I did used to have a Disney pass, too, so, like, that money now. Thanks, Disney. What? I said thanks, Disney. Yeah, I don't have pass anymore, so I don't know the next time I'll go because that's not affordable anymore. I have not been to Disney since I was, like, a kid. Are you serious? Oh, we should go to Disney sometime. You can go, like, if you do, well, the, everything's changed now, but there used to be times where you could buy, like, for Southern California residents, you could buy, like, three-day things, mm-hmm. and those are kind of reasonable when you break them up, which, if they still do that, is probably what I'll wind up doing. But this time I might be like, screw it, I'll stay in a hotel because the hotels are ridiculously priced. Mm-hmm. But part of it, I think, if I remember correctly when I was looking at it before, like, it includes the price of admission to the park. Mm-hmm. But they don't knock that off if you had a pass. <laughs> so I was like, Disney, why like, am I you own all entertainment. Extra? Literally like, everything, basically. It's kind of scary, everything they own. Um, it's like the airlines. <laughs> it's so, it's so scary. Anyway, but, um, but yeah, no. They, I mean, COVID hit them hard too, but still. Not that hard. <laughs> No. Well, they, Disneyland was shut down for a very long time. And no. I can't imagine. And they had to keep some employees on. They had to keep a lot of employees on furlough mm-hmm. and everything with that. So, um, but still, anyway, so yeah. I don't know when I'll go back. But so, like, some of that money can come to this. But I'm just like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to maintain this because mm-hmm. do I even have enough time to go? Yeah. But anyway. So, yeah. But maybe I'll go for my birthday coming up. I don't know. The park will just be I'm planning on going with my sister to the zoo this week. Yeah, I feel like I'd probably go to the zoo because it's just going to be a little less hot mm-hmm. than the park. Even though I prefer the park, but we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Should I bring teddy grams with me? Probably. Probably should bring them with me. Mm. Anywho, but yeah, that's that's basically it. Just um, first world problems, basically. Yep. Anywho, but we should move on to what you, what is that picture? 
<laughs> Which one, him or that? The guy sitting. <laughs> I can't even see what this is. Okay, so my story is I envy this man because <laughs> I don't know this guy's name. Okay. Um, but he's from Bartsville. I don't know. Um, but apparently um, it was Shark Week not mm-hmm. too long ago. Right. And um, so what the Oklahoma Aquarium does is they have this shark, uh, Lahoma contest that people enter and you can win. Um, it's also open to people outside of the state where you can win a chance to go swimming in their 400,000 gallon tank, which has 10 bull sharks. Oh. Yes. And this guy won the contest. So, um, he, by the time this has been put out, has gotten to go swim with these bull sharks, and I am envious because one, this aquarium, the site Oklahoma is like very hellish landlocked, is the only aquarium that had, at least in the Western Hemisphere, that actually has bull sharks, mm-hmm. and they have ten of them, and I would love to go swimming with them. <laughs> Why don't you want to go swim with them out in the open ocean, though? I would. Okay, same. Yes. I'd rather swim with them out there. Yeah. You just want to swim with them, though. Yes. I want to go swim with the whale sharks at mm-hmm. um, Georgia. Yep. Fun. <laughs> yeah, I th- I can't remember if it was bull sharks or tiger sharks. It might have been both, but there's a place in the Bahamas that you can go. I'm positive it's tigers because there's Tiger Beach. That's interesting since they're one of the more aggressive, not aggressive, mm. but they're one of the ones who've mm. had more human fatal encounters yeah. of the shark yeah. types. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. but they'd be beautiful it's to see. because, like... Bull sharks have poor eyesight. <laughs> they especially are much more predatory in turbid water. That was actually something on Shark Week. I don't turbid. think it was... Yeah, turbid. It's like murky, oh, dusty, okay, all that hard. stuff. I don't want to be in that anyway. Gross. <laughs> all right, anyway, so you're jealous of this guy who got to go swimming with the sharks. Yes, he got to go swimming with the sharks. You can go to Disney. Actually, I don't know if you can anymore. I don't know if it still exists. But if you go to Blizzard Beach at Disney World, you can go swim with little sharks. What kind of little sharks? Probably like little leopard sharks, I'm guessing. I was six. I swim with them I, in La Jolla. I was six. <laughs> I don't remember. I was also afraid of the plant life in there. Yeah. And I basically, like, you swim across the thing, and I just swam straight across the thing instead of actually taking my time to look at things. Mm. Again, I was six, so... <sighs> Anyway. I find it funny. It's like parents like have these big plans for like taking their kids like, oh, go swim with sharks or mm-hmm. something else. It's like they have no concept what's going on if they are to do something like that. No, they just so go well blow traveled. through it. So well traveled. I, was traveled. Like, I can't remember any of that. So anyway. Um, well, until like 11. Yeah, seriously. You gotta, well, even then it's still kind of young. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff from back then I don't remember that well, but at least you have some sort of memory yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So, yeah. okay, jealousy is something I would also like to swim. Oh, yeah, there's someone I follow on TikTok. She's a shark diver, and she, like, swims more out in the open ocean and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd rather do that. But, yeah, things I would love to do is swimming with bull sharks, swimming with tiger sharks, and cage diving with great whites. Nope, no interest in that one. Yes. No interest in that one. Why? I want to swim with a whale shark. <laughs> They're beautiful. Um, I d- that freaks me out. I just don't. Okay. I don't like the cage diving because it's open at the top, and I'm like, if they jump and they come in, then you're just trapped with a shark in a cage. Depends on the cage they use. There's ones that the door lifts up, and then it closes. That'd be a little bit better. Yeah. 
I still just don't feel a need for that. Uh, there's one picture of one one time, and it, like, is it, you know, he's kind of biting at the cage. Mm-hmm. And like, you gotta boop this newt. <laughs> I feel like I would. I, well, I might be just terrified, but I just like, <laughs> there's just a little like, boop, <laughs> boop, scariest shark. Anyway, um, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, that's crazy. But yes, we both need a bucket list. Go um, swim with sharks mm-hmm. in the ocean. I want to do it in the ocean. I do really want to have a stick though. Doesn't have to be a big stick. I just feel better if I have you a stick. You don't need a stick. I just want a stick. I just want to be like, I'm here. Just need to push down on their snouts there. when they come at you. When they come at you. No, like literally that's something they teach you. It's like it's coming for you. First off, don't swim away. Then they'll think you'll pray. Yeah. As like when it comes towards you, go up the snout. Just push away. <laughs> no. Yep. Wax on. Wax on. <laughs> 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 Applies to sharks. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway. But that was funny. It's yeah. like Tiffany had just like was like guys telling him what to do if the shark comes after her. She's like kick him in nuts. Can't <laughs> like, do that. No, you can't it's do that. It's not gonna work with a shark. And then she was like bang him on. <laughs> <laughs> what if you just try to like boo? You're like boo. <laughs> <laughs> like the jet or not the jaguar, the mountain lion thing. She's like ah. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Um. All right, well, my story kind of ties into, um, well, not last time, but like a couple times ago, um, because we have stupid people in this country, Casey, and yes. all over the world, but COVID, of course, is making a comeback <laughs> because of dumb people. Anyway, but this is what's important, people. If you won't do it for yourself, your pets can catch COVID from you, and cats appear to be more susceptible than dogs. Mm. So, the more time a cat spent with its owner, the higher the risk of infection, new research finds. This is an an NBC. It is NBC. I'm sorry. Um, News article. And cats who slept on their owner's bed had a higher risk of getting COVID-19, specifically, which is like all cats. So, whatever. Um, So, pet cats and dogs are more likely to contract COVID-19 than their stray peers. And cats are more susceptible, obviously, we said that, than the doggies are. So, new research... Um, at the University of, this is on Ontario. I don't know why I don't know how to pronounce this. <laughs> Guelph, G-U-E-L-P-H. Sure. In Ontario, tested 48 cats and 54 dogs from 77 different households that had a positive COVID-19 case in the previous nine months. They compared the results of those 75 dogs and cats living in an animal shelter and 75 stray cats that had been seen at low-cost veterinary clinic. The preliminary findings, which have not yet been published in a peer-reviewed journal, will be presented at the European Congress of Clinical Microbiology and Infectious Diseases in July. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, this has happened by now. I guess just, <laughs> I'm late to the party and probably should have looked that up. Anyway, okay. Um, so, nearly 70% of the pet cats and more than 40% of the pet dogs tested positive for antibodies, compared with just under 10% of dogs and cats from the animal shelter and that number shrank to 3% for the stray cats. We're bad for them. They have to stay away from us. Um, anyway, but I like the kitties. I know. <laughs> the majority of cases were mild, and only 20% of dogs and 30% of cats had symptoms. Dogs mostly had loss of appetite and sluggishness, while cats exhibited runny noses and had difficulty breathing. Poor babies. Yeah. <gasps> I wonder if Tiger Lily had COVID. Hmm. Hmm. She was sneezing a bit for a while and stuff. Hmm. But it wasn't right after I had COVID, so I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Um, anyway, then they also found that the amount of time a pet owner spent with their dog did not have an effect on the pet's chance of getting COVID-19, but that was not the case for cats. What? The more time cats spent with their human companions, the more likely they were to be infected. Hmm. In particular, kitties who slept on their owner's beds had a higher risk of infection. Anyway, 
it is unclear so far why cats are more susceptible, but like with the zoo story, they're targeting the um, primates and the kitties first, so who knows? So then there's speculation on why it is, but we're not gonna get into that because it's speculation, mm -hmm. so nobody knows yet. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I, I believe it though because I feel mm -hmm. like we kiss the cats more. They're like right up in your face, you know what I mean? Like poor cats. Mm. It's that like post of like poor cats because they're God's perfect little killing machine, but they're only eight pounds, so we keep <laughs> picking them up and kissing them. Yep. <laughs> she hates it so much. Uh, anyway. Um, but uh, well, we love them too much. We do love them, <laughs> but we love them. I need a kitty. I know. That about, oh, God, dude. I went to our old place of yeah. employment the other day to get supplies. And they must have had an adoption thing going because they have so many mm -hmm. kitties and there's so many cute kittens and just like all these things. And they're just adorable. Yeah. There's a, uh, I can't remember what these things said, but it was like basically an advertisement for like adopting um, um, older cats. And it's like, I don't need such and such. It's like, because I'm a grown ass cat. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> I love some of the like adoption like descriptions mm -hmm. are so great. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, some of the names they came up with were so strange. Sometimes they're so weird. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and they also say a second study um, was being presented at the scientific mm -hmm. meeting in July as well, and that was from researchers from Utrecht University in the Netherlands, and they looked Oy. at 311 <laughs> kitties and dogs in 196 households with a COVID positive person. Just under one in five pets tested positive for antibodies, and a small handful, six cats and seven doggies, had a positive PCR test, meaning they had an active mm -hmm. infection. So the poor animals. Anyway, yeah. so get vaccinated for your animals too, which to be fair, even if you're vaccinated, you can still get it. It just won't be as yep. severe, but still better than not yep. being vaccinated and going to the hospital and dying. Yep. I also found an article while looking up stuff about how they found a new coronavirus in a bat recently. Oh, good. Are people eating this bat as well and being stupid? Or is it just flying around, just chilling? No, they, actually I think it was dead. I oh. think someone's cat killed it and they. Oh good, yeah. the cat probably has it now too. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, so humans are spreading it, mm -hmm. spreading it, spreading it to animals. And that's not great. So for the for your pets, don't don't be dumb. Also, just it at this point, I feel like it's just stupid to be getting COVID because like you're just not being responsible. I feel you know bad I mean? for countries like Canada and those in Europe. It's like we're the ones getting all the vaccines, the and vaccines we don't want we them. Don't, yeah, we don't <laughs> deal. Like, we so also, stupid, and we don't take care of it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm vaccinated. I'll just go maskless everywhere. I'm like, yeah, except for the fact that all these people mm -hmm. aren't. And yeah, so yeah. I definitely get like weird looks because now in the grocery store, almost nobody has them on. And anytime I'm inside, I have mine on. Yeah. Outside, I don't, but like mm -hmm. inside or if I'm outside in a clustered area, then I have it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Americans are just very selfish. Yeah. It's just sad. Anywho, I'm sorry, the rest of the world who <laughs> needs the vaccines in your countries would probably handle it better. Um, but you know, mm. money, <laughs> money, money, money. Mm. Anywho, so that's that. Um, that brings us to our picks, our favorites this this week, and it was Casey's choice once yes. again. <laughs> could there be a broader? I mean, the Beatles. The Beatles was a, a broader topic, <laughs> but this is a ginormous topic. I was like, once again, got to narrow it down to something. Cause mm. I don't know what to do. Once again, I chose something very common. Yes, you did. <laughs> but I also have video of them, so whatever. Right. I think I was trying to figure out if it's that one or the other type. But mm. anyway, 
Go ahead, Casey. I have no idea what your thing is. Tell us about your favorite also category. The category is pelagic animals. Yes, and and for the laymen out there, what is the pelagic area? Open ocean. Open ocean. There's a yeah. bunch of different zones I found out as yes. I was looking for stuff. Epipelagic, mesopelagic, bethylpelagic, then there's benthic, bethyl that. All sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so and again, not specifying that, just basically yeah. in the ocean. So really fun yeah. to try and narrow that down. Yeah. Right. Also, even if you search like pelagic fish, you can't get like a nice list of it. Nope. I'm like, oh great, there's tuna. <laughs> the only things you get Mackerel. are the things that we eat. Yeah. <laughs> Which is Tiger Lily's favorite flavor, and they finally yeah. got that back. So yeah. there's been a shortage on mackerel for a while because, mm-hmm. well, that's her favorite. Anyway, yeah. continue on. Yes, so my pick is the poor beagle. Which is what? I'll get into it. Okay. It's a shark. Oh, okay, cool. Yes. So the scientific name is Lamna Nassus. Mm hmm. They have confirmed ranges throughout the North Atlantic, as well as along the tip of South America, near tip of South uh, Africa, as well as near Australia and some Pacific Islands. Okay. They get to be three and a half meters long and weigh 135 kilograms. It is estimated that they can live into their 30s, though those in the North Atlantic tend to live into their 40s. Okay. Mm-hmm. They are a Ovoviviparous species that <laughs> that is pregnant for eight to nine months. Okay. Yep. Like other species, they will actually feed on the eggs and smaller pups when they hatch in the female's uterus. Oh, you mean the babies will? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, mom will give birth and then eat them? But I'm like, no. oh, with that inside the yes. uterus, that'd be difficult. <laughs> also, just a little fun fact that I don't think I've set, ever said on the show is that female sharks have two uteruses. Oh. Why? Yep. Or babies. Two amounts of babies? Yep. The same time they have them? Yep. Or like alternating? Okay. Mm-hmm. And studies have shown that their closest living relative is the salmon shark, which is also a close relative of the great white. Okay, good. Because I, I don't know what a salmon shark is either. Never heard of that either. Yes, they live off the coast of Alaska. Okay. They live in colder that waters. Their common name is a combination of the word porpoise and beagle. Why beagle? Okay, it's said to be a reference to the the porpoise part is a reference to its round body shape and apparently has a dog hunting method in that they are very active and good endurance swimmers rather than acting as ambush predators. Mm, okay. <laughs> that's for sound like a dog hunting like they're prayer dogs. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Good lord. <laughs> I love it. Accidental fun. Anyway, continue on. Yes. So they live in fairly cold water for sharks and are among the few shark species that are endothermic. Endo means you regulate it from inside? Yes. Yay. Yes. Their muscle action combined with insulating body systems allows them to maintain a body temperature that's a few degrees above that of the surrounding water. And some evidence points to this species being more tolerant than some other endothermic sharks, like white sharks and makos, which allows them to live in colder water and have little competition for resources. Mm, And this is particularly important for females when they are pregnant so they can fatten up and provide nourishment for their developing pups. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's adorable that they're called pups. Yes, little puppers. Also, just baby sharks, so cute. Yes. And the juveniles primarily feed on... That is a lie. Squid. <laughs> but as they get older, their diet transitions more towards fish, like herring, mackerel, cod, and even dogfish. Okay. 
and due to their size and where they live, they have no known predators. However, they are highly desirable for fisheries, especially in the Europe, and are seen as game fish in the US, New Zealand, Ireland, and the UK. Okay. They are listed as vulnerable by the IUCN Red List. They are particularly under threat by becoming bycatch on long lines, gill nets, and trawling. Hmm. Okay. All right, well, there you go. Also, I would like to say that um, my favorite pelagic animal I've already discussed because it would be the whale shark. Yes. Because they're amazing. Also, mm -hmm. wouldn't an orca also count as pelagic? Because they go all over the place there. Yeah. Okay, so we've already discussed but they quite live a few. literally everywhere. That's true. <laughs> anyway, but for legit though, for legit. For legit. For legit. Legit though, whale shark, number one. Anyway, um, I then had again pick a, a, an area to go and focus on because that was way too much and I couldn't find enough about fish and I was trying to find a fish and I was like, I just can't do it. And then sharks, I was like, the whale shark. They have my heart. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, so I went with the other um, most probably popular um, animal out there in the, the mammals because what are you going to do? Anyway, and then I tried to narrow it down. And you know what I decided? I decided I was going to choose the ones that I've interacted with. Because, again, Disney Princess self here coming out. Like, who did I see? And I might have to post some of my video from when we went whale watching because they're really cute. And I went with the short-beaked common dolphin. Also not certain if they're short-beaked or long-beaked because, <laughs> as you might imagine, out in the wild with our ship, they were moving. <laughs> and they did not exactly hold still for me to see. So I'm like, I think they're short-beaked, but they were just, like, being cute and adorable. So anyway, definitely common dolphin, though. All right, so the short-beak common dolphin, Delphinus delphis. Amazing. <laughs> Love it already. Okay. They are found along the Pacific coast of the Americas and around Pacific Islands. And there are populations in the Atlantic along the coast of the U.S. and Canada, as well as along Europe and North Africa, Northern Africa. So, like, all over the place, basically. Not everywhere, but a lot. They are a moderately sized species of dolphin, averaging around 2 to 2.5 meters and weighing at 200 kilograms. They can live into their 30s. The bulk of their diet consists of schooling fish and squids that live in the open ocean because they're pelagic. <laughs> anyway, they can be spotted in large pods of nearly 100 individuals that they socialize in and cooperate for hunting. Occasionally, they will gather in even larger groups called super pods that can be made up of thousands of individuals when there is a huge abundance of prey. Always the case. Yeah. More, more fun times for everybody if there's, you know, actual yep. food. They are also known to travel with other species of dolphin, such as the other species of common dolphin, the long-beaked, as well as spinner and striped dolphins. They also look like there were a lot of cute dolphins, <laughs> but I felt like since I had not seen them in person, I would go with this and not be extra basic and do a bottlenose. <laughs> anyway, um, so they once were called just common dolphins, but scientists discovered that there is another distinct species known as the long-beaked common dolphin. The term common dolphin comes from the fact that they are a commonly spotted dolphin <laughs> species, duh, and yeah. are one of the most common cetacean sightings on whale watching vessels. Yeah, Obviously. biologists aren't very creative with our naming. No, not so much. <laughs> I feel like these are the same, maybe not, because when we were in Florida, we did like a little harbor tour type thing, and there were definitely dolphins there too, mm -hmm. and there's a bit of it. But I don't remember if it was this type or what. I feel like they were common dolphins, though. I don't know if they go down to Florida. I don't know if, I don't know what they would have been, but I don't know. Anyway. Um, they're listed as least concerned by the IUCN red list because they're common due to their huge abundance and it's suspected, it is suspected, excuse me, 
um, they face little threat of extinction. Main concern for the species is preventing catching um, them as bycatch and overexploitation of exploitation, excuse me, of fisheries. Anyway, they're super cute. They're super <laughs> playful. They love to like play along the um, bow. I don't know if it's the bow when it's the water in the yeah. water part. I know my ship terms. <laughs> anyway, um, but they love to swim along the ships, and I'll have to post like that little section of my whale watching video that they're just so cute, um, playing and adorable. Anyway. So yeah, that is the short beat. I believe it's called bow. Bow. bow well, right? bow is the front of the ship. Yeah. But I don't know what like down in the water if that would be something different. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't know. Anyway, um, so yes, yeah, so those are our favorite pelagic animals. Mm -hmm. So we went shark and dolphin. Yes. Super basic. Wow. Okay. Anywho. Mine is not basic. Most people don't even know what that shark is. That is true. I didn't know what yours <laughs> is. I'm just saying that it's a shark in general. Um, and Casey. Yes, Allie. What is a dolphin's favorite constellation? Aquarius. Okay, that's good. But <laughs> Wait, it's not even a water sign. <laughs> it's not even a water sign. Um, it is the big flipper. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, but that brings us to our animal of the week. Yes. And there is a segue, but I don't want to spoil it, so we'll just go there. Okay. Our animal of the week is... The Greenland shark. Woohoo! These guys are weird, if <laughs> I remember correctly. Right? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Yes, so these guys come from the order Squaliformes, and they come from the family Somniosidae. Of course. Okay. Those are the sleeper sharks. Mm, that's like meaning they are really slow moving, or do they literally yeah. sleep? Okay. They don't. <laughs> So, and the scientific name is Somniosis microcephalus. Fun. Yes, the name translates roughly to sleepy small head. That's amazing. <laughs> and as the name suggests, they live around Greenland as well as other regions of the North Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Cold places. Yes, they do. It is the longest living vertebrate on Earth. Oh. They can live to be at least 250 years old. What? I don't remember that. <laughs> yes. Estimates have put may have shown that they may not reach sexual maturity until they're about 150 years old. That's insane. Yes, and some estimates put their maximum lifespan at over 500 years old. They're like real life elves. Yes, it puts them in competition with the longest living organism, which is a clam named that lived to be 507 years old. What's the third most longest? I don't know. I want to know. Yes, okay. but just a note on me. She died because scientists opened her up the shell to find out how old it was. Wow. Because they did not have an aware that she was going to be that old. Oh, okay. <laughs> These guys get to be about six meters long and weigh 1.5 tons. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes, they're that a large shark. Big. Holy yep. snap. Yeah, they're nearly the same length as great whites, but white sharks are significantly heavier. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. It is suspected that they are primarily scavengers and will eat on a large variety of food items, such as a variety of fish, squid, as well as carrion that happens to float down into the ocean. Okay. Analysis of stomach contests have found them feeding on things such as polar bears, horses, and reindeer. How did a horse get in the water? Somewhere in Greenland, Europe, over there. And okay, so I just need to note this, but I don't know if this would happen up there, but there's a place near Australia mm -hmm. where 
they can't really afford to just let bio waste go out on the land because it could seep into their groundwater and pollute their irrigation system. So when their cows die on this island, they actually float it out to sea. And there's these tiger sharks that stay around the island, feed on the cow carcasses. Wow, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of good because, like, you know, a death goes to something good, but Mm -hmm. also you're just reinforcing these tiger sharks are all going to hang out expecting food. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I'm sorry. What was the other crazy one? There's a polar bear, a horse, and what was the other one? Reindeer. Why are the reindeer in the water? I'm so confused. <laughs> why are they in the water? Because that's not like an ambush predator. I don't think it's going to sneak up yeah. and grab them. So, yeah. like, maybe they're just dead and they just fall in the water? I don't know. Yeah. So, there may be, they may also be ambush predators that will prey on seals because they have. there has been evidence linking them to several mutilated seal carcasses. Do they at least eat the seal or they just attack the seal? I would assume they eat it. You would think so. I can't yeah. imagine something that's slow would be a good ambush predator. Yeah. Poor seals. They just can't catch a break. Nope. So they grow at an incredibly slow rate of about a centimeter per year. Wow. Yep. And can reach sizes of six meters, as I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And based off of this, scientists initially suspected that they had very long lifespans, but had no objective function to give an age. There are special proteins that are in their eyes that don't degrade as they age. So scientists decide to use those for carbon dating. And I need to give a brief talk because just to let people know how you test radioactive dating is you use this device called a Geiger counter Mm -hmm. because there's this, it counts like certain particles moving around that's from radioactive decay. Mm -hmm. And um, you do that with basically all kinds of radioactive material, including carbon-14. And... I have a little story from my professor who did who um, does phylogenetics because an old method involved using radioactive markers on DNA strands, mm-hmm. and <laughs> what they had to do after doing these experiments to like try to get the DNA to match up each other for their phylogenetic analysis is they had somebody come up to them with a Geiger counter, <laughs> going over their body to see if it goes. In case they got um, some radioactivity going on. Nice. Yeah, but um, he never did, but one of his colleagues did. It had to get like some kind of treatment. It had to get checked like every day. Oh my god. Obviously, we don't do that method anymore. No, that seems dumb. Yeah. So, in one study, researchers were on a fishing boat and collected a five-meter female that was by catch and used carbon dating, and they estimated she was between. 272 and 512 years old. Wow, that is yep. so crazy. And one hypothesis for this, their incredibly long lifespan is due to them having a very slow metabolism as an adaptation to its cold water environment. Makes sense. Noah um, actually spotted these sharks as deep as 783 meters, mm-hmm. but they are known to dive as deep as 2.2 kilometers. So it already lives in cold waters in northern latitude, but by living at these depths, they are exposed to even colder temperatures, so they must have a slow metabolism in order to cope with such frigid conditions. I would think so. And just to point an emphasis on their name and sluggish lifestyle, the top speed is under three kilometers per hour. So barely faster than humans walk. (laughs) Yeah, so they're very... Very slow. If we get, well, first of all, if you were in their waters, you'd be freezing, so you'd have other problems. But yes. <laughs> if, if you go in those them? waters, you have to have a dry suit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's yeah. crazy. What else about them? Is that it for them? 
Nope, there's more. Okay. Um, so note that I stated that they were caught as bycatch by those researchers. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. Is that they are not actively hunted because their tissue is toxic. Oh. <laughs> yep. And it induces a condition called, sometimes called shark drunk. Because oh. it causes vomiting, diarrhea, and convulsions. How is that like being drunk? That's like alcohol poisoning, maybe. Yeah. Um, it can be made safe to eat by letting it rot, then compressing the meat to get rid of the toxins inside, and then drying it out for months. Okay, no. <laughs> and it is made into a delicacy in Iceland called Kastrokarkl. Of course, that's what it's called. Okay. I actually saw... So that's kind of like if you're eating blowfish or something, you're just kind of like chancing mm -hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure um, there's a show, Gordon Ramsay, and he was eating dried out shark, and he was like either in Iceland or Greenland, someplace like that. So it might have been this, hmm. but I can't confirm that. So, and another adaptation to survive in such cold environment, these sharks have high concentration of chemical compounds in their tissues that prevent ice crystals from forming. Oh, okay. Yep. So they have basically antifreeze in their blood. <laughs> They also have a parasite often called Oma, the scientific name of which is Omatakita elongata, okay. which is actually a crustacean, and it feeds on the cornea of the shark's eye. Ugh. So they're essentially blind. Wow. <laughs> yep. And it is suspected that they may even act as a lure that brings fish close to the shark, which it then feeds on. Like the, um, the parasite? The parasite, does? yeah. Okay. It kind of looks like a worm. But it's actually a crustacean. Ew. Yeah. I don't like any of that. It's cool. Ew. I don't like things in eyes. <laughs> things in eyes at all. Period. Yeah. Gross. So it's currently listed as vulnerable by the IUCN Red List. Major threats include fishing, pollution, and climate change. These threats are exacerbated by this species' incredibly slow life cycle. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's crazy, dude. Yes. That's not. I didn't know they could live that long. Yes. All right, well, that is the Greenland shark. They're pretty cool. Also, when trying to pick animals for this picks category, I called my parents because I almost chose a mako or thresher shark, but I couldn't remember mm -hmm. which one we, my dad go deep sea fishing for, and I was like, because they're yummy. It was a mako, was what was yummy. Mm -hmm. But I found out and talked to them, so in the earlier days, they were mm -hmm. able to bring them back and we could eat them. So that must be what I ate that was delicious. Mm -hmm. But then they put a stop to that, so then when they catch them, they'd have to tag them for, like, researchers and shit and yep. just kick them back out. But anyway, Mako shouldn't be so yummy. That's all I have to say. But they are. Mm. Anywho's okay. Well, that brings us to our challenge. Yes, it does. And we know how much we suck at this, so we're yep. doing this the first time, like, every time, basically. <laughs> we're doing our little cups challenge, a little taboo-ish challenge. Taboo-ish. Yes, we've discussed this before. The game Taboo. You have to have played it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, wait, did I? It's so good. Yeah. Anyway, all right, uh, I've already forgotten. Did we decide 10 minutes on this? I guess when we said five. Was it five? Okay, I think. I'm fine with five. I don't know. I know Maybe. we did like two and three for a while, so it might be five. Yeah. It's probably five. All right. Okay. I guess I'm going first. Yes. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. And go. Um, <laughs> don't talk back. What? How do I describe? I don't know how to describe these outside of actually saying their name. It's sort of like a cow, but it's not, and it's usually in colder places. Oh, Yuck. they make yeah, they make milk too. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um. So it, it is a fish, but it looks nothing like a fish, and it has a tail to hang on to stuff. 
A seahorse? Yes, but uh, it's a special kind. A hedgehog seahorse? Yes. Okay. Um, open. Oh, it doesn't hate. Okay, this is my um, battle beast. Uh, Elan. Giant Elan. Yes, there you go. Okay. <laughs> what? That must be a random one. Um, I don't know if this is supposed to be another word and it might be a typo, but um, not a shiv, but a... <laughs> a shank? And um, the color I'm wearing is... Green. Put it together. A green shank? <laughs> Lobs look this bird or a fish. I don't know. I look for random animals. Um, here's another random one. Um, okay. Uh, we can cheat that. A number greater than three. Four. Yep. And um, your, um, oh my god, what are they actually called? The appendages on the ends of our hands that we grab things with. Phalanges. Okay, but the, like, common. Fingers. Term. Yes, okay. Four-fingered. Yep. And then if you are sewing, you're using not a string, but. Yarn. No, it's thinner. Silk. You blank the needle. Thread. Yes. And then what fish have that help them move? Fins. Yes. So put those together. Four-fingered thread fish? Yes. Oh, what the? <laughs> I'm looking that thing up. Okay, um, this is a... Ear? Not black, but... Red? White? Okay. Mm -hmm. And corn on the... Cob. Oh, white-eared cob. Yep. Okay. Um... This is a type of bird, I can say that. Um, that thing that the raccoon climbed is a... Tree. Yes, and this is a very common type of bird. Woodpecker. Also, also, Captain Jack. Oh, sparrow. Yes, yeah, so put those together. Tree sparrow. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, a condor is a type of... Raptor? Bird. More Vulture. specific. Yes. Okay. Um, so... What kind of tree has coconuts in it? Okay, pine nut vulture, I'm gonna guess. No, okay. Say again. A palm. Yes. A palm nut vulture, sorry, yep. pine nut. Um, this was your favorite of this kind of bird that does not fly. They wear tuxedos, technically. African penguin? It, no, that was uh, not your favorite. Tuxedos? Yeah, well, that part's right, but that's not what your choice was. There's an island where a person went and did a whole bunch of stuff, and there are tortoises there. Kiwi? No, what? Well, wait. Off of Ecuador. Oh, a Galapagos penguin. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the region of where I told you there's a lot of white sharks is. The Channel Islands? Yes. And on that, there's a canid. Channel Island fox? Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, we wouldn't have this here, but. Grizzly bear? Nope. It's on the, I can't see that part. It's Florida and New York, and that's all on the. East. Yep. Okay. Mm, not a spade or a club or a heart, but a diamond. Mm-hmm. And it has Eastern Diamondback rattlesnake. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, um, when you're wearing. <laughs> okay, that. Clawing. Okay, that might be a. Um... <laughs> I don't know what this is. So, for gay people, they're sometimes called. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh my God. Uh. A fruit? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. <laughs> I'm trying to see what this is. I don't know what this is. Oh my god. <laughs> um, like if they're a bit more feminine. Oh, flamboyant. Yes. Flamboyant cuttlefish. Yes. <laughs> this is. 
this doesn't make flamboyant. Oh my god. Okay. That okay. I'll explain that later. Right. The happiest animal in the world. Oh, uh, quokka. Yeah. <laughs> um. So a donkey is a. A horse. Well, a horse. A, a, what is the wild counterpart? Oh, no, an ass. Yes. A small the, wild ass. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this was your favorite. Bony? Nope. Ocean fish? sunfish? No. Oh. Think of a, I don't think I can say that word. I can. Like a seahorse, but different. Oh, I had Sleepy sea dragon. Sea was in that. So I'll yeah. put that back. Alright. Alright. I think that's the same I got last time, too. Seven. Well, we did a little better. Fourteen. Okay. <laughs> we'll get there, flamboyant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain it later. I'm so confused. Uh, okay. Anyway. All right. Well, <laughs> that brings us to the end of episode 53, our first one in the um, official first episode of our second year of this. Woot woot. Anyway, thank you for listening, and as always... We're your host, Allie. And Casey. And we will catch you on the next episode of the Animal Addicts Podcast.